0: This is episode 15 of Dead Letter Radio. I am your host, Taze, and this is Your Words, Your Podcast. We feature your poetry, short stories, letters, and everything in between. All I do is give it a voice and a platform, but it's really your work that is the star of each and every episode. So, I'm excited to be back with you, everyone this week. Um, What I'm really happy about is, is that it's finally starting to feel somewhat like spring. Uh, to me, spring has always been such a nostalgic season, I guess I could say. When you get those uh, chilled winds with slight warmth attached to them, it just kind of just reminds me of my childhood. And I can't really describe it beyond just being um, weightlessly happy. It feels like nothing could hold me down, and I'm very excited about that. So I'm hoping you guys, if you're going through a season change right now and it feels like it's becoming spring for you i hope you are really enjoying that as well Uh, for me that means you know more hikes again uh, hopefully some fishing maybe some motorcycle rides Uh, all in all i'll just be happy uh, to safely get outside the house uh, depending on the covid situation as well you know but i do hope everyone's safe and if you are listening to this in my area this sunday morning I'm just looking at the weather right now, it's 43 degrees going to supposed to be today, and looking at the rest of the week as well, it's supposed to be uh, slowly getting up there, though we have a little chilly spot, so I hope this Sunday is relaxing for you, maybe you can make an excuse to uh, cuddle up next to a loved one, or just get cozy by yourself, whatever works really for you, um, and just enjoy something. Uh, for today, enjoy yourself today, Uh, do something you love or something you've been meaning to do that will bring a smile to your face. If you're listening to this at nighttime, I hope your uh, evening is relaxing and that you can let the day's worries kind of disappear out of your mind as you spend 15 to 30 minutes with me and these wonderful poems and writings from those who submitted for this week. So without further ado, we can get right into it. This week's first piece is submitted by Atharva Joshi. And it is titled, A Lovely Existence. When I tell them they're beautiful, I've seen flowers blush. I've seen the moonbeams dance through the trees so lush. I've seen the sand kiss its dear ocean, even when it takes so much from him. And I've heard the wind whisper melodies as I melt into her, often fading. I embrace the lonely roads. When I don't know if they're worth taking, for it reminds me of memories I'm not even sure of making. But I trust her by the virtues of faith. In the end, we're all made of dirt, and it makes me wonder if I'm going crazy or is nature a devious flirt. So thank you, Atharva, for sharing this wonderful piece. I really liked it, too, just because, as I said, I'm excited for spring. And even though I do like winter, I do like snowfall, I think it's, you know, absolutely captivating. Um, There's just the refreshment of spring. It's right around the corner. And this just gets me even more excited for the warm uh, seasons. Uh, But some specific things that I actually really enjoyed from your poem is just the different... uh, Uh, ways you went to personify nature and the different aspects of it and really i like the part where you said i've seen the sand kiss its dear ocean even when it takes so much from him uh it's the first time i think that i've read at least that i can remember of where you're more focused on the sand's perspective and not the ocean as an entity and i thought that was just really neat so i enjoyed that Uh, But overall, I thought your poem was just a wonderful trip to get me even more excited for spring. So thank you. This next one is by Ray Barty, and you can find them at Reddit. And it is titled, Rest. Golden blankets laid by the sun on twig-thin legs In the warm bosom of matinee movies and corner shop suites Now white sand in cupped hands, Seeking passage to rest Between your soft lips. So thank you, Ray Barty, for sharing this piece. You're kind of getting now, I feel like, maybe a sense of how this episode's starting off is with these very warm, seasonal uh, poems that I think are hopefully getting everyone excited for the warm seasons to come, Um, especially with Ray Barty's uh, setting the tone and painting this very uh, cute uh, picture of being embraced with a loved one, Uh, matinee movies and corner shop suites, and then finally cupped hands seeking passage to rest between your soft lips. Just a very heartwarming, intimate poem. I think just screams uh, spring, summer uh, for me personally. Um, Yes, I, as I'm making plainly clear, it just I can't contain my excitement for warm weather finally. Um, I know that obviously this year has been hard for a lot of people, and if uh, winters are a little harder for you, then COVID and everything else going on surely didn't help. And so I am looking forward to being able to go outside without a jacket and these Poems are just really doing it for me. So I hope they're doing the same for you. So this next one is by Al. You can find them on Instagram at AnnaBands14. And it is titled, Your Infinite. I watched you in the breeze with eyes closed, your face at ease, existing in a moment of only peace. You soaked in the beauty of the sun, the sky, and radiated it all through your eyes, a smile brilliant enough to break through this guarded heart of mine. I came to the thought this time that all I have seen and come to know will never outweigh the heavenly glow. Your heart and soul bleeds into my world. Thank you for being all it is I need in an ugly place. You allow me to be free. To see more than just what's in front of me. Thank you, Al, for sharing another wonderful piece. This just goes to show, obviously, and I'm sure if you're in love, or if you've been in love, or maybe uh, your first love is coming up, but it could also be someone that you are just very fond of, um, how much of an impact they can have on you. Uh, Sometimes, especially... When um, you're in love or what have you, and you do catch those moments, uh, those glimpses of them, even though they may notice, uh, Al, you highlighted it really well in your uh, first lines, where you go, "I watched you in the breeze with eyes closed, your face at ease, at ease, existing in a moment of only peace," and then just the rest of your poem, just going into description about all the emotions that they make you feel and how they bleed this beauty into your world and and even that you would consider even could be an ugly place and that you they allow you to see more than maybe just the darkness in front of you the negativity and i think that's also something to consider for yourself it doesn't always have to be an outward projection aspect where you're saying oh, i just love this person and how much they changed my life and how much beauty they add to this world. But more likely than not, you are that person for someone as well. Someone looks at you and feels this way, as Al wrote. Someone feels like you add their beauty uh, to a world they may feel is ugly. Um, so I just wanted to share a little bit of that positivity. And thank you, Al, for sharing this piece. By Hioi Hamainza This next piece is titled Under My Pillow The Birds Drown A froth of feathers Flutter a good night And nightingales quiver Across wool august skies Scraping rough cotton The muffled flap Of flustered wings There were bits of pillow fluff Eider down cloud stuff which wept almighty migrations, southward bodies swaddled in gravity. The droplets sweltered into vapor, seagulls of foam misting over the ocean. Tropic sodden soil, writhing florid blooms, and roots, sweat, salt, spring water, drip feeding graveyards of beak and vertebrae. Thank you, Hiyoe, for sharing uh, this uh, very—I mean, it's beautiful—and I—you told me what it's about, um, but we discussed a bit about what was your uh, creative process, your inspiration about it, and uh, they gave me a a very detailed account of how they went about going creating this poem, and I wanted to show, uh, share a bit with you guys. But I do want to say I do love the poem through and through. such a vivid dream like um, writing at least to me uh, one of my other favorite things and I mentioned spring in another episode I mentioned space but um dream imagery and visuals or thought processes have always uh, super interested me and you definitely painted that with this poem but I'll go into well with their inspiration so this is a quote from them where they say my initial inspiration was trying to chase a specific poetic aesthetic. Slightly ambiguous poems with a movement of images that makes emotional sense, not necessarily logical sense. Second piece of inspiration was just imagery that fell into my mind some weeks back. I saw feathers in pillows and rain. The reason I like writing poetry is that I feel like it puts me in closer contact with my subconscious and the way it works, and so that's just a brief quote um, from what we discussed. But they went on to explain uh, how the thought processes uh, intrigue them. Um, one example I gave when I when they explained this to me is the idea of uh, say your someone mentions airplanes, and you know you begin to think about airplanes, and then you think about um, airplanes fly in the sky and the sky is blue and then you know what else is blue is the ocean and the ocean is vast and the thing another thing that's large are whales and whales swim in that vast ocean and you just kind of go down from there and spiral on these uh cascading thoughts and we discussed that a little bit as well how creative minds and minds in general seem to really uh, gravitate towards that way and just wander so I really enjoyed our discussion and seeing Hioi's, uh process and, and from an analytical side of how they came about writing this poem. And I definitely uh, would say, uh, let me know if you'd like to hear more from them. I can even, if they're willing, I could share what some of their, how they went about writing this, if they give me permission to do so. Um, but thank you uh, for sharing this, and uh, I really greatly appreciated it. So, usually when I get to the final piece, I don't really do much announcements um, or anything like that. But for this final piece, because to me it is much more of a narrative one a little, and a little bit longer, um, I will just say right at the beginning, I'm not going to talk much about it at the end, actually, for this one. I want, if you guys are able and in a safe place, so not like driving or anything, um, get comfortable, uh, lay back, close your eyes if able, And just let this poem take you for uh, this narrative, this story. Um, Just because it's a longer one, I wanted to experiment a little bit with this idea. So just relax, let the words take you, and see what images and pictures your mind paints as I read uh, these words by Eric Robert Nolan. And the poem is titled, Hens Staring Upward. Please stop fleeing me so frequently at Atlantic City. It happens every night now. I look over at the slot machine you occupied and only see some strange man, finer than I am and industrious. All the ringing bells announce his inauguration. All the flashing lights strove his sharper features. It makes me wake and makes me artlessly craft a hard, discordant poetry. Remember Atlantic City? We took a flight despite its easy drive. It's a funny word, flight. It can mean to seize the sky as the cardinal might and the hen cannot. The conquest, the flashing red ascent to sky and space. Or it can mean departure as one escapes from another. Just about three times a week, I'm at that strange and nameless airport in my sleep, where the planes will not take flight. High white walls vault up. The hangars are all locked and vacant. Clocks speed backward. Incoherent porters clutch and curse at suitcases. The bathrooms smell like beer. Other would-be passengers harbor nascent aneurysms. Children chatter like hectic apes, their fathers are all drunk, their mothers suffer black and scandalous sudden miracles in the airport lounge, each reaching orgasm at the taste of stale sandwiches. Convulsing, their eyes roll back, their slow moans hasten into screams, their slim arms raised, but indolent husbands with rictus grins will only clutch at their jackets. At hidden iron flasks. All the long lines lead only to exits. All the flight announcements are harshly lit and dead in inscrutable languages. Strange Aramaic or Latin's various precursors, Embittered early Germanic and jumbled Etruscan. Only two words are clear. Departures here. I need to fly to you. I need to see you in person, but the attendants in my nightmares all are comatose at the counters. Sleeping pilots sag in chairs. and In an airport bar, the dead slouch over snifters. A bartender is bones. Down a white corridor, a stewardess in a sing-song voice will wrongly remember a verse and reduce Dante to gibberish. Shakespeare is made as profane as a syphilitic kiss. On her lips, Elliot, becomes a barking dog. My ticket is illegible. Its scrawled words read like the bray of an ass, or my own words. You left me once. Now stay in the various safe and certain places free of sadness found in the attention of better men. Please, Audrey, please. It was human for you to leave me once cruel for you to do so over and over and over in my dreams. Upon waking I can only console myself with stilted meter and the misspelled names of cities. I am unsaved by my similes, mere alliteration, an unmeasured verse in an amateur's awkward clutch of unkempt metaphors, The thinly veiled and even conscious veiled emulation of Aden, the maudlin, the guttural hen aspiring to such song as only the cardinal is capable. Your last words to me are now familiar nocturnes. Stars will nightly light your verbs. Every waning moon will arc over your exact nouns and careful platitudes. Your eloquence in leaving me. The precision in goodbye. The flashing rebuke in the narrowing blue of your eyes is concise. The blue-blackened, deepening, freezing dark violet of heaven will always observe your departure, your ordered logic. Its witness is the vacuum. Its witness is the endless expanse of space. I write But my words are only hens with dull black eyes, hens staring upward, beholding the sky and its occasional darting scarlet of cardinals in flight. I love, but my words are only untidy, unmannered motifs, as devoid of hope or order as feral children in the snow, starving in a March forest. Thank you uh, very much, Eric, Nolan, uh, for sharing this piece. And thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Dead Letter Radio. Um, As I said in the beginning of this piece, I am a fan of it, but I really want you guys to paint your own conclusion, your own imagery, uh, for this poem that to me is as much as a story as any other narrative piece that it takes, journey it takes you on. I don't want to say too much to influence uh, your thoughts on this one. So this was another amazing episode. As always, we had some, and uh, I say some, I mean all, uh, amazing uh, pieces and You guys submitting this week really nailed my vibe and desire for warm weather and uh, more joyous times where things feel nostalgic and lightweight, um, boundless. And I think a lot of the poems this week has accomplished that. And we also got to go into a little bit of dreams and maybe um, unlinear thought and great imagery. So I really enjoyed the pieces this week. They were a lot of fun to read and a lot of fun to uh talk with those who gave some background on your pieces and and always just I'm always so happy when people are willing to share. If you have enjoyed this episode, um please uh leave a review like on Apple Podcasts or iTunes if you still use iTunes. Um on Spotify you can follow as well if you want to stay up to date with releases. Um, or if you can't do any of those things, uh, just let me know what you think. You can find me on Twitter. That's dead letter cast C A S T, and you can send me a message there. Just tell me you enjoyed the uh, episode. You can even let me know which uh, piece was your favorite, and I can reach out to the artist, uh, the writer, to let them know that you really enjoyed it too. Um, along with that, if you are interested in sharing something you've wrote. Or maybe this episode has inspired you to write something and maybe you haven't uh, written poetry before or a short story. Or maybe you have a letter you never sent and you think you'd like to share it. Uh, please reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to help you uh, get it on this podcast. You can even be anonymous if you so prefer. And um, you can really uh, use your, uh, your work, your unique viewpoint on life. Because it's only yours and no one else has that. And don't be nervous, as I said, it can be even anonymous. Outside of that, we even have an Instagram too, which I will eventually get to updating. (laughs) Um, I'm thinking as the warm weather gets a little bit better, um, I will start, you know, keep doing clips of episodes, but also maybe do some things, uh, some background things, or, uh, you know, just some day-to-day life things, and maybe you guys can enjoy that as well, and I have to get good using a camera, I guess, to make that really work. Trying to think if there's anything I'm missing. Uh, as always, look into the description of the episode and I'll we'll have all the authors listed there if they choose to be. Um, so then you can see at least who wrote what and what the piece was called. And then we can go from there. So I think it's enough rambling. Uh, I, it's late where I am and I probably should just hit the bed. So thank you everyone for joining dead letter radio this was episode 15 it was always a blast and i'm glad you guys uh, were able to listen in and keep me company uh, this is taze your host and i'm wishing you all safe travels